what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. Welcome back to the My Dad Watches The Bachelor podcast. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello. Happy to be uh, back with you today and uh, get a chance to talk about your favorite show. Yeah, so we've had a really exciting week. We saw the first episode of Peter's season of The Bachelor. You probably saw it, too, so we're not going to give you a summary. We're just going to point out some of our highlights and lowlights from a generational perspective. So let's get started. And and I must say that you know, the first episode went for three hours, and and that was I, it was a little bit long to me. I thought uh, three hours, so it's okay. Next week, I think it's just two. I'm, I'm, I'll be happy about that. So so. You know, hit me with what you think your highlights are and and, and the lowlights. So let's start with um, the limo entrances because that's a big part. Um, I I feel very passionately about the end of this episode, so I don't want to get there. I, we need to get through the boring stuff first before we get to the good stuff. So let's do the limo entrances. Best and worst. My let's start with worst. My worst limo entrance was Savannah. Um, she did the blindfold kiss with Peter and I just feel like that's super inappropriate, like to just be like smooching on this guy when you just got out of the limo, like you, you gotta come up with something better. That's not so forward. It's just like, he obviously doesn't want that. He doesn't know her. Like, it's just weird. I don't like it. Well, I, I, I will agree with you. I sort of made a, a general didn't like, and this is more from the fatherly type approach of, you know, a lot of these young ladies came, came with the windmill and the, the mile high club reference and condoms and all this stuff. And yes, Miss Peter is a very attractive guy. And, 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 but, but I just felt that they needed to control themselves and, and be a little bit more classy as they went through other one that I was not uh, too crazy about from a fatherly perspective. I, I, and again, I'm I'm not always good with names. I think it was Kylie who said had a picture of a hairless cat, but she certainly made it very risque. That was, that was your first impression, Rose Pick. I Katrina, know her hairless pussy cat. Yes, I and, put that in my words column as well. All right, and you know. I just found it inappropriate on a couple of levels from a father perspective of, of a, the sexual innuendo and B it made me think hairless cat in which he showed a picture of a hairless cat. It was like, that's sort of creepy. And, and you know, what do you also have a three eyed dog? Is this like, are you from a carnival family? I, I, it was not, I didn't like that that much. 
Yeah, I didn't like that either. And then Sydney, which I think we talked about her last week. I'm not like 100% sure I'm correct on this, but I'm pretty sure she's the one that went to high school with Hannah Brown. And she goes up and like starts to talk smack about Hannah Brown. And like they they would know each other first off. And second off, Peter did not seem interested in talking smack about Hannah Brown. I don't think he liked that. So I put that in my my bad column as well. Well, were there any entrances that you did like? Yeah, so my top three, um, I liked Alea's letter from her grandmother. I thought that was cute. I, actually, I had that in my like column as well from a father perspective. I thought that that was classy uh, and also very memorable. I, I, I thought that was, um, that, was, that was that got the father seal of approval there. Mm-hmm. And then my other one was Lexi's red convertible. I think Peter really liked that one. And it was kind of like, look, I'm a cool girl kind of move. So I respect that. I, I actually had that one down on my list uh, of, of what I liked as well. I thought the the sports car was cool and, and certainly better than the one girl that was like on the little mini tricycle thing, like a plane who like took, you know, 10 minutes to sort of ride up and, and then started yeah, hollering about Yeah, I didn't like that one. And then my third one, which this is probably biased because she's in my top four, is um, Madison's like really big paper airplane that she flew in on. I thought that was kind of funny and like a better take on lots of the other airplane jokes that were happening. Yeah, blah, whatever, that was fine. <laughs> okay, so... Any other thoughts on limo entrances? I, I guess the only other one I will say is is uh, certainly memorable, bringing an emotional support cow, but I just sort of found myself saying, what is Peter going to do with a cow and, and, and just wanting to yell at the girls? It's not a pony. They seem to be thinking that what pony rides were going to be going on, and, and, and I, I shook my head a little bit at that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because like one of my one of the moments I actually like laughed out loud during the episode was after that. This was this was Jenna. She was my first impression rose pick. And we can go ahead and say we both sucked at that because both of our first impression rose picks are gone. Night one. Yep. But she sat down and someone asked her like why she brought a cow and she was like, it's an emotional support or like someone asked her is it an emotional support cow? And she's like, no, it's a joke. And like, I I thought that was just really funny that no one really seemed to understand that she was just joking. Well, and and the other thing that I will say is father seal of approval. Very surprising to me. Chris Harrison at the very, very end of the episode actually had some pretty good dad cow jokes when he was discussing that. It's almost like the outtake session. I'm sure there will be times during our, our, this season where I will have some very strong words about Chris Harrison, uh, but uh, I thought he shined when it came to uh, dad cow jokes. But anyway, let's move along. All right. So uh, the right reasons and the wrong reasons is our next topic we should be discussing. So for the right reasons, like... I think it's kind of hard to judge night one who's there for the right reasons. I guess like Madison's one-on-one date went well. It's just like hard for me to 
an option and be like, yeah, on my first date, I would love to go see your parents renew their vows. Like, that's kind of, that's a lot. And she seemed really, really into it. So maybe she's, she's really into it. Maybe she's not and is kind of faking it, but she did a good job convincing me that she was into it. So I guess I would say she's there for the right reasons as my pick for night one. And, and, and you know, we're, we're so, you know, so far we're not too controversial because I actually, as far as right reasons, I wrote down that Madison actually seemed more mature than I expected because I think I might have discounted her a bit because I think she is one of the younger people on the show. Uh, and and I thought she said some fairly appropriate things about Pete, to Peter about wanting him to be happy and wanting him to make the right decision, and she didn't seem to be, you know, just slobbering all over him like uh, some of the other girls. I thought she she sort of she she seemed smart, she seemed intelligent. So I I put her down for the right reasons as well. What do you have for what do you what, what do you have for wrong reasons? <sighs> I don't, nothing like really jumped out at me night one, like Hannah Ann pulled him aside a lot, but she kind of did it in a classy way, even when she was confronted about it. So I think my, my wrong reason pick is going to be Victoria F. I think that's the initial, there's a P and an F. I think it's F the one and with the dark hair. It seemed like, I was going to say, the, the, the way to tell them apart is, is, and you know I'm not good when it comes to names, is Victoria F., based on the way her, I think she's got sort of a, a potty mouth, so I, she F stands for F-bomb, Victoria P. stands for puker. She was the one that was puking, so that's how you can tell those two apart. That's Okay, yeah. Victoria Puker, I actually like. I think that she is she's top four material. I, I I admired her as well, and actually thought she did more to earn that first impression rose than than the other chick in the plane. Hannah but anyway, Ann, yeah. Oh wait, Hannah Ann gave him a painting. You know, like maybe we should paint something together that I can give to a man to get him to like me, based off a of first impression. So it looks like something that I would buy at like TJ Maxx, though. So for wrong reasons, here's something I wrote down. Wrong reason. I wrote down Peter's parents. Why are they renewing their vows on their 31st wedding anniversary? 31st anniversary, that is a very obscure number. You don't do anything particularly special for a 31st wedding anniversary, and and they're going through this elaborate thing now. Obviously, there is a reason that they're doing this is the, the ABC is footing the bill for, for said thing. But it, to me, the whole thing of we're going to have our first date at a wedding renewal vow thing for my parents and, like, for all we know, uh, this this uh, Madison might be gone in two weeks, and they're going to be looking at the pictures from this thing five years from now, and saying, "Peter, who is that girl you brought to our our great wedding renewal?" Uh, and he's going to say, "Oh yeah, that's the guy, that's the chick I sent home, you know, two weeks uh, later." So why we're doing this on the first night? Why Peter's parents are doing this? Uh, you know, wrong reason to me. Okay, that that's fair. That's fair. I think. Um also, I don't. I wouldn't call it a wrong reason, but just someone that I'm like not super into, which I guess can go into my MVP because they were against each other a little. We'll start MVP. 
my MVP of the episode is Kelly. She's also a top four pick of mine, the attorney that knew Peter beforehand. I think that she uh, she played it really well, like pretty casually. Peter seemed pretty interested in her. And like, yeah, she cheated to get extra one-on-one time with him in this plane, but like, it's it's not it's not school. Like, it's The Bachelor. You can cheat a little. It's okay. And um, it, it was just an interesting group date all around there. Like, did, did you see the part when they were like there, there's a wind tunnel basically and they were on the tarp and they kept sliding around and there was like a mysterious liquid on this tarp as well like i, I assume that that was that girl puking again was it that's not what that I thought. I thought it was victoria's puke i thought there was it looked like puke like it just it was it was an interesting group date but uh i don't even know how to pronounce her name i think like Sheehan, Sheehan or something like that that was very upset that kelly cheated and like she was upset with Hannah Ann for taking so much time. I think that she just she just needs to stop complaining about people taking Peter's time and go use that complaining time to go talk to Peter. So I'm not into that. So so each week you're going to give us an episode MVP and you're going with uh, Kelly this week. Yeah, Kelly did a good job considering she'd met Peter in the past, which we have had an experience with that. In the past, uh, Nick Viall and Liz. Liz went on to Nick's season after she met him at a wedding and slept with him at, at that wedding, and it did not go well for her. So Kelly's really turning around. Well, uh, the meet, I, meet beforehand. I, I, I will say I, I have certain suspicions of, of how intimate uh, Kelly and Pete might have been in that they, they just seem to know each other too well. Uh, you know, it, 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 when they when they saw each other, it wasn't like, oh, didn't I see you? Didn't I meet you? You know, briefly at a wedding a month ago. They they seemed to know each other a little too well. So I'm I wonder what the deal is there. Uh, ABC is maybe not telling us the whole story of their meetup. Heaven forbid that ABC would like uh, uh, add some drama to this show. But anyway, I, 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 I might have gone with Madison as MVP, but this is your call, so I, I defer to it. But for each show, I also get to give some, some fatherly advice. So if I may, I hear... hear okay, you know, I'll zoom out like I normally do. Okay, well, you're going to disagree with some of my fatherly advice, and, and I'm your father. You need to be listening to me. You'll agree with some of it. So number one, it's the first night. So I, you know, fatherly advice to the girls, slow down on the spit swapping. Yeah, there, there was some girl that handcuffed Pete. I'm not sure which. Yeah, I think that was Tammy, the wrestler. Tammy, Tommy. Yeah, that one. I, you know, I, to me, that was a little That's much. That's fair. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, Hannah Ann, I thought she was a little too quickie on the kissy, too. You know, I think she came back for maybe three makeout sessions. You know, come on, you, you, you want to control yourself a little bit. But you could tell Peter wanted it with her. Some of the other girls, I think he was just being polite by kissing them. Well, well fatherly advice to Peter, uh, you, know, you know, slow down a bit because, you're, you know, there, there are 30 crazed girls that all want you. You're going to get plenty of chances to swap spit with them. You don't need to be doing it all on the first night. So that's, okay. that's one thing. Uh, secondly, for the girls, you know, ABC, they want the crying, they want the drama, and you need to stay above that as best as you can. Most guys want some emotion, but they don't want crazy, so you got to be careful. Yeah, this is my fatherly advice, and i got to say some people are just not cut out for this, and 
Cheyenne, I'm looking at you and I'm worried about you because she, she just seemed to sort of be on the razor's edge the whole evening of when things weren't going her way. She seemed close to sort of a, a breakdown. Hot take. She's gone next week. That's my prediction. All right. Final fatherly advice, which, again, you I think you're going to have some issues with is. Pete. I don't know if I'm ready to talk about this, though. Well, we're winding down the podcast, so you better get ready no, to talk no. about it. Before we get into this, we need to let's talk about how our picks are doing, and then we'll go into Hannah. You talk about our picks. I'm not good at the picks. Your picks sucked. Okay. So your first impression rose out, and you lost two people. Weren't they both flight attendants? He the, the the flight attendant connection did not work out the way that I thought it might. You are correct. Pilot Pete does not want to date his mom. It's official. I think all three flight attendants are gone. So you're down to two, and I have three women. Kylie Kylie went home. So so based on first night alone, I'm better at this than you. I just want everyone to know. Well, and, and, but you've had more practice, so I you know you know, cut me a little bit of slack. So anyway, right. overall, I. After last after Monday's episode, I do not care at all about any of these women. I do not care, and they did not do a good job of making me care because the last 10 minutes of the episode have me in my feelings. I only care about Hannah Brown and Pilot Pete. I'm done with this season. I only want them. Well, okay, so you know, my last piece of advice here is, is for Pete, and that is stay away from Hannah Brown. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I think obviously tell he's so in love with her. So, so as I was watching this this long three hour episode, I was making notes, and I went back and actually here are notes that I took during that last part where Hannah Brown was with Pete. Uh, I said, "Great show that can put people through the ringer like this." This girl got to be the bachelorette. Now she's crying after she brunch, broke a bunch of guys' hearts. Not feeling a lot of sympathy. Maybe I'm a bad person. And then I wrote, Hannah Brown's relationship didn't work out. Couldn't she call up Peter and start dating? Or is this not allowed? And then the last thing I wrote down is, Hannah Brown is the devil. So, no. so yeah, these, these are my, Peter, fatherly advice. You're the, ba- you signed up for this lunatic ride of being the bachelor um, I suspect, and my daughter can probably give me the, the numbers, that more than half the time these things don't work out in the end and you're going to pick somebody and not marry them. Then go date Hannah Brown if you still want to do it. But, you know, ABC has gone to the pain of bringing these girls here and setting up these crazy things. So tell her to, no. tell, her to tell her to take a hike for a while and then... Broken for Hannah Brown right now. She's so upset. She was 24 when she was a bachelorette. That's how old I am. She made mistakes. People that are 24 make mistakes. And I loved getting this behind the scenes look. I loved hearing them talk and how Peter was like, watch that after the final rose, like with my parents. And I told them, I was like, if Hannah calls me up and wants to try again, I'm 100% in. And how it hurt him so much to watch her asked Tyler out on a date like oh man that that broke my heart for both of them like they obviously care so much about each other like he even said he just wants to kiss her like they love each other they're going to end up with each other like this this season means nothing now because it doesn't matter who he picks even if he loves whoever he picks she's gonna have trust issues when it comes to Hannah Brown 
Well, Hannah is not the devil. I just, I cannot express how much I love Hannah. I want to be her best friend. I offered to give her a football ticket this season when we played Alabama. She didn't reply, but like, I, I just love her. I want, she deserves happiness. And that was, she, she had a rough birthday, her 25th birthday. She's sitting there, mascara running down her face, bawling because she made a mistake. She, she she made a mistake which she could have rectified before she got back on national television and and tried to uh, to be Peter's uh, try to get back together with Peter. She did not do that. So we so, don't know all the details though. She has some type of huge contract with ABC. Like she could she might not have been allowed to talk to Peter until his season started. We don't really know. Okay. Okay. Well, she I the benefit of the doubt. She is not the devil. Well, I guess. I, I guess we will get to see in the coming weeks. So why don't you yeah, wind? So, uh, why don't you wind this thing up for us? We, we gotta stay tuned. This was a big to be continued. I'm very curious. I don't think Hannah's joining this season because of Dancing with the Stars, but I care a lot about what she's going through. So uh, stick with us next week. We'll see what happens with Hannah and Pete, and uh, see if we can get me to care about any of these women that are on the season. Look forward so, to it. Yeah, we'll see you later. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.